0: If you want to support this podcast and get a full ad-free episode, sign up to Headstuff Plus. All right, how are you getting on? How's things? Hi, how are you getting on? Welcome to, um, I haven't quite figured out a name for this space station set that I'm on right now. Um, but what I, knew, I do know is I found a little alcove in the wall. And I've always been a, go- I've always been a man for crawling into small spaces yeah. and wanting to live in there. I used to, like, um, we get boxes, and I'd be like, I'm going to live in there, ma'am. And she'd be like, okay. And I want my dinner in there. And I'm going to cut out a little eye hole so I can watch the TV. But don't look in, okay? I've always been into that kind of thing. Hovels have always been, you know. Even though I kind of find the hobbits despicable and dirty, 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 dirty. And I'm not a clean, you know, tidy dude. Mm. But, you know, those hobbits are Dirty. Too dirty for me, you know. I've talked about this, you know. Maybe the idea of settling down with a nice plump hobbit. Um. But anyway, look on the topic of me being attracted to things. <laughs> you know, I should never be publicly confessing. With the help of associate producer to Pod Ben Clifford, he has helped me compile the list of the top thirty-two hottest video game animals. I told Derry about this, and I was like, I'm doing video game characters and she was like oh amazing so like you know what like you know tifa and those kind of anime and i was like no a- animals animals and she's like oh i was watching as well watching ford versus ferrari last night and it's a flick also called le mans 66 um and the christian bale plays ken miles the the ford driver and you know mechanic and kind of a uh, genius driver and he's got a son his son is in it the whole, the whole time and there's a bit at the end, and it's a genius bit of kind of, you know, ex- exposition. Where they have to kind of explain the race ahead of time. And how they choose to do it is the son draws a map of the, of the track. Because they're going to the man's. He has to drive for 24 hours and win, right? And his son draws I think of a map. And he's like, go around that bend. And then you go around. And it's all very cute. And I feel like, what is my legacy if I sit down with my son? It's, Dad, like, what is it about sexy cats that you love so much? <laughs> well, son, it's not about their tails. It's actually about their eyes. You know, so like I don't really have a legacy, but this is my legacy. And look, I, I really enjoy it. And I want to thank the sponsor of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, you better believe it. The Dubliner or Irish whiskey. I have to say I've been really enjoying their honeycomb liqueur as of late. I've been sitting there uh, with a bit of ice, essentially drinking candy. And I love it, you know. Um, you I, Look, you will have to pull upon all of your, uh, you know, your willpower uh, to drink it responsibly. But you will. But you will. And that's the only way I can promote it. And um, go to the DLD.com if you want to grab yourself a tipple of that. And um, so look, yeah, I'm also yeah here. I'm where You have a little thing behind me, a little window into space, as you can see. So uh, there will be a bit of a multimedia element to this. If you're listening to the pod, you're not going to miss much. It'll still be me perving over fucking Donkey Kong. But if you are watching this on the YouTube, can I ask you to do something for me? Even if you are actually are just listening to this, can you go to my YouTube And can you subscribe? And can you hit the little bell? Little bell, babe. Little bell. Can you hit the little bell notification so that you don't miss any uh, of my things? And, like, you don't have to look at them all. But if you do subscribe, I would love to get up to 10,000 subscribers within a year's time. I'm on 5,000 now. And my output is dog shit, right? And I would love to eventually someday get one of those coveted, uh, even bronze, um... Big badges that they sent you from YouTube, because I read in I read in a, a book that you are more likely to go to the Olympics than get one of those. So guess what? I'm going to fucking Olympics, mate. I'm going to get one of them. All right. So if you could do that for me, it would really help my uh, videos find the algorithm on YouTube. And also, if you're not in the arse doing that, maybe go over Spotify, give this a like, and a you know a review on Apple Pods. Look, I'm all over the place. But look, that's because I'm very horny at the moment. And if you notice something about my eye, is that I have a scar. <laughs> and it's actually quite cool. I actually think it's quite becoming of me. Um, I mentioned this on my Instagram. Um, fucking dose. Serious dose. You'd swear the doll Aaron were in the house, how bad the dose was. <laughs> because my son was ill. Mm, he was sad. And... Um, Anyway, he was very sick, wasn't very well, right? And um, he was in a room next to me. And we've got an adjoining bathroom. And I woke up and I felt like I was been sucked off in the Matrix, right? Sucked out of Matrix, rather. And I couldn't, didn't know what was going on. I didn't have my glasses. I was like Macaulay Culkin dying at the end of My Girl. He needs his glasses! I needed my glasses. I couldn't see. And Terry was in there trying to get my attention to come in so we could swap, right? And he was hucking up along. And I thought I had my hand on, we have these new fucking fire doors, you know, which are not as cool as they sound. Uh, they should actually just be called heavy as fuck doors. That's what they should be called. Listen, I was trying to pull the door off to get to my son, right? And I accidentally grabbed the bathroom door, which is not a heavy door. And I went, Kick-clink! and I smashed my head and I smacked his head, right? And I started bleeding down my face and I was bleeding down my face. I didn't make a big thing about it, but Terry was like, where are you? Where are you? What's going on? And I'm like, I'm bleeding, bleeding down my faces." And she goes, do you need stitches? And I'm like, I don't know. No, no, no. I don't know. It's fine. And I got into bed with him, with a, with a towel over my head, soaking with a little bit of blood, small bit of blood. And um, Terry laughed her fucking ass off at me the next day. And I tried to be real, like, that's, you know, that's not that's actually not funny. It's actually not funny. You know, I tried to real be, like, dead behind the eyes, but that's actually not funny. But it was no... There was no convincing her. It wasn't funny. She was laughing about it. She looks at me and laughs at me. She says it looks handsome. But she did laugh at me. So hmm, maybe I'm going to laugh at her next awful thing happens to her. But anyway, moving on. Uh, that's just to point that out. Uh, that's a scar. And I want to thank associate producer of this podcast, uh, Mr. Ben Clifford, um, for his assistance on this hot video game animal tournament. Let me break it down for you. We got 32 of the hottest, most fuckable uh, animals that I've ever been in a bit format since the formation of the arcade, early arcade games, okay? Straight up to now. Also, Ben, sorry, your your thank you is coming in a second. I need to say a huge thank you to Alex McGonagall. Let me tell you about this genius, Alex McGonagall, put the feelers out a couple of weeks back saying, does anyone know how I can get transcripts of my podcast? I want to compile all of my stories and kind of have a a dossier of all my jokes that I've written, right? And Alex McGonagall, built an an online cloud computer to download every episode of my podcast, put it through an AI, and has transcripts, and just sent me a link to every word I've ever said. I was fucking blown away. I couldn't believe it. Alex, you got a goodie bag coming your way. (laughs) This is like TCC all of a sudden, children's channel. But thank you, Alex. I really, really do appreciate it. I know I've been chatting to you, but I wanted to say publicly, I really appreciate the very kind genius that you are, um and look tickets for any gig you want i'm really grateful thank you very much for that you have saved me oodles of time and a wad of cash you really got to charge me a lot. i don't know yeah but thank you very much i really appreciate it brother thank you very much and hopefully this the also he sent me this kind of like like this analysis if you put it through this kind of like analysis software to see when words come up the most and you know and fucking were the most and i'm you know, it's a real, um, it's a real journey as the ego <laughs> is seeing everything that I say. Um, it's really a lot about me, but I like it that way. Anyway, Alex, thank you very much. I really appreciate it. So thank you for that, brother. I also want to thank Ben Clifford. Ben came to me with this idea. He's like, you should do fuckable video game animals. And I'm like, okay, absolutely. Absolutely. Because that's my wheelhouse. Okay. In the same way that Ken Miles is a genius at going around a track. I'm a genius at analyzing and really thinking about the things people don't want to think about. When it comes to having sex with things you shouldn't have sex with. Uh, I want not have sex with them. Listen, let me tell you this. If an actual, like, Candy Kong, you know, arrived on my lap, I wouldn't know what the fuck to do with it, right? If Maid Marion from the, you know, the Robin Hood movie actually was here and she was like, just kiss me, I would. I'm even getting nervous now thinking about it. I would turn into an absolute glass of water. Blah, blah, blah. I would turn into, like, the, the liquid man that that senator turns into in X-Men movies which you can't watch anymore because of the Brian Singer thing he's allegedly a yeah. mm, can I say that on a video? Mm. he's got a nonce-like <laughs> nonce-like he's got nonce-like uh, history anyway we're going to move on we're going to start this uh, tournament the tournament of the most f- fuckable sexiest video game uh, animal characters here we go kicking it off and obviously, as you can see behind me, we'll be seeing some of, uh, of these. We'll take a moment from staring out into the blankness of space. Also, if you have a good name for my space station slash spaceship, you know, deep space plume, um, mm, something like that, let me know in the YouTube comments or message me if you think of a good idea for a name for this kind of space station studio, because um, I'm delegating all of my jobs these days. So listen. We're going to kick off the tournament in a second. But I know a lot of people don't want to listen to that shit. So let's see if I can talk about something else. Just for someone else, right? And then we'll get into it. What we're going to be doing is we're going to do the first eight scraps. 16 scraps in the first round. The first eight scraps will be on this pod. Patreon pod will have the next eight scraps. And then the next episode will have the semi the quarter, semi, and final, right? This is a three-part. But don't worry. It's not a whole all-encompassing me talking about animals I want to You know, I don't want to do anything. I'm just saying if you were to. Which would be the best to do, you know? But of course, there'll be other uh, patented Tony Campbell patter uh, within all of that. Um. So what else? What else been going on with me? I told you about my scar. Yeah, that was really the whole weekend. Really was uh, the young fella not feeling the best, a bit poorly. And we were like, "Oh God, he's not feeling well." Jesus Christ! Will we get Chinese? <laughs> like, what is that related to that? Oh God, he's not very well. Will we get Chinese? Will we get Chinese? Ah God, he's still not well on the Sunday. Oh God, we go to McDonald's. Oh, the poor little fucker. Oh, the poor little fucker. Will we get breakfast roll? I know he's not eating. Mm. Somehow it just felt right. It's a bit draining, you know? And I know he's not feeling well, but he's... Uh, he'd just be lying on you and the snuggles you'd be getting. We were reading this dinosaur book. Terry went off, right? He's obsessed with dinosaurs at the moment. She went off to TK Maxx to get a few bits, right? And she came back, and it was like a pack... In TK Maxx, it was a pack of five books, right? And they were the most amazingly illustrated dinosaurs doing everything, right? You can see a, pic, a couple of pics here, right? There was like dinosaur room, and it's just dinosaurs driving different types of cars, but like really well drawn cars and really well drawn dinosaurs, dinosaurs driving cars, right? Dinosaurs in space, dinosaurs, po- dinosaur pirates were honestly the most intricately detailed pirate battle that I've ever seen in a book. But with dinosaurs right like raptors swinging off the things and like like baryonyx the dinosaur i found found out like like, trying to stab him and stuff right his mind was fucking blown you know when you notice the venn diagram he loves space loves pirates he's into pirates these days as well into pirates into space into cars there's dinosaur diggers and all this stuff right he's watching all this you know and this is like when you see it's the same thing that happens to me when there's like a Venn diagram of something, two things I love, I'm like, oh, you know, and you just hit this kind of joy. It's like it's like seeing Space Odyssey, you know. It's like seeing the fucking crest of a planet, and you're like, you know, you just can't believe what you're seeing, you know. But there was one the dinosaur room one. It's all these dinosaurs driving. They're clearly driving somewhere, and they all have presents in their in their in their little cars, right? There's like a T Rex um, driving a truck, and he's got a big, massive gift wrap present in the side in the passenger seat. There's stegosaurus driving a truck, and he's got a present. There's a raptor on a back of a fucking bike, and he's got a present. And they're all going to the, the woods, and they set up a big, long table, put all the presents on it, and the loads of food, and they're having a surprise party for the littlest dinosaur, right? And the little dinosaur comes out, and they're like, surprise! I was reading this to my son, and he goes, I want to go there. I want to go there. And I was like, what? I want to go to the woods where the dinosaurs are having a party. And I, it kind of broke my heart that I'm like, you can never go there. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> never. <laughs> you can never go there. I know. It's unfair. I love that you think you can go there, but we can never go there. We'd, love, Of course we'd love to go there. I'd love to go there. Do you think I want to be here eating a Chinese with you? <laughs> I want to go there. <laughs> I would rather eat a Chinese with him, to be fair. Mm-hmm. No, like I'd rather be with him than go to a, a dinosaur surprise party in the woods. But it was just like, I want to go there. And he was so upset that he couldn't go there. <laughs> and I kind of hope that he keeps that level of ambition in his, you know, for the rest of his life. Being like, well, I guess I got to figure out a way to bring dinosaurs back and make them not want to eat me and make them want to get me presents. But I'm going to fucking make it happen. Maybe you can do it in sort of Roblox, you know. Um... But I thought that was, I want to go there. And I was like, no. And I have to be have to be harsh with him. I can't be like, well, maybe. My mom, right? My mom would be like, you know, maybe someday you can go. And I'm like, what do you mean? And she'd be like, uh, <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. You were upset a second ago, so I said, that's <laughs> why so I said maybe you can go there. You know, maybe someday you can go. I mean, she's right. I could probably get on Fiverr. Uh, that's the website where you can outsource people to do like, you know, design, and I'd be like, could you build, like, a VR game for me, where dinosaurs would give me presents, and I could probably do that for, like, eight quid, you know, but I mean, really be there, you know, so that's, uh, that was the the weekend, really, Um, and just kind of getting this whole thing kitted out, I'm gonna, you know, there's a bit of an echo in here, you know, is there an echo in here, Um, sorry, is there a parrot in here, that's the that's that's one if someone's repeating what you're saying there's your parent in here that's one of my favourite ones you know Um, but yeah I need to get that kind of kid out but I'm I'm enjoying this little alcove that I found there used to be a little wardrobe in here I was like fuck that get me in there <laughs> wardrobe fuck that oh I'll a great joke as well will I say that here now no I'm going to save it for the live show I thought <laughs> one joke I'd say my I mean all these are great jokes that I'm saying right now but they're not like joke jokes I don't really tell joke jokes because I can't because I'm not good at them Anyway, moving on. Look, let's get into the the competition here. That's a bit of preamble now. So hopefully you've enjoyed that. And that's and then you're like, oh, fuck. Now he's going to talk about riding Mario. Or something. Mario's not an animal. So. Oh, I watched the Mario trailer. And um, a lot of people kicking off. This is how mad it's got, right? People are kicking off because Chris Pratt is not doing. No, he's not Italian. He's not doing an Italian voice. Right? And they're like, Mario's Italian. This is how the kind of Ouroboros snake eats its own tail of outrage, right? They're like, well, I mean, they're obviously saying, oh, it should have been an Italian. But if it's Chris Pratt, then he should be doing an Italian accent. It's so insane how you can just get away with anyone doing an Italian accent. How do you, how just, I, it's, you're not punching down because they've got a high enough GDP <laughs> in Italy, right? But Jesus Christ, some of the shit you can get away with doing an impression of Italians, you know? I can just, I can do that, I can do that, that's insane, you know, you know, you can do all that shit, it's mad, right, and they're like, why isn't Chris Pratt doing that, you know, they should have got, but he's doing like some sort of Bronx accent, which I like because it's a callback to Bob Oskins. Ah, Bob Oskins doing his Mario Brothers movie, so um, anyway, let's start this thing, alright, the first in the contest of the hottest video game animals is Funky Kong, from the Donkey Kong game franchise, Donkey Kong Country franchise, uh, versus Lakitu. Hmm. Now look, on the surface, you're thinking Funky Kong. He's got incredible legs. He's got like Shane Dan Burns legs, right? A little vest. Pecs that won't quit, right? Sunglasses, which look cool. Everyone looks more attractive in sunglasses. A little bandana. Maybe a little earring. I can't quite see from here. He's cool. He's funky. You go to him and he gives you bananas or he gives you shit, coins or whatever, I don't remember the fuck what he does. But I know whenever you saw him in the game it was a good it was a good day. He surfs. Probably does a bit of BMX on the side. He's a lot. Alright? He's a lot. People who are like extreme into extreme stuff. I just feel like everyone's running away from something. Do you know what I mean? Everyone's running away from something. I'm doing it in the bottom of a fucking four and one, right? He's doing it by skydiving, but we're all running away from something, <laughs> or not, or not. Maybe I'm just looking down the bottom of a fucking three and one, and I'm trying to figure that out. Four and one, you know. But something about Lakitu. Lakitu's kind of cute. Lakitu be mousy. I mean, if he moved to the big city, he'd be chewed up and spat out. His, his shell would just be like, and it'd be like bouncing up and down the walls, right? Um. But what's he got under that cloud? Come on. What's he got under that cloud? It's like a little dress. He's got a little cloud dress. And the cloud's happy as well. Cloud's fucking delighted to have his bare bare bollocks touching off his head. Right? He knows a lot about cars. He's obviously, you know, knows a bit about Formula One. He's an incredible cinematographer, as you know. comes out. He's always got stuff on a fishing rod. He's a good-looking guy. The thing is, Funky Kong... Is the sort of guy I used to think people would think was cool. And then I realized that, like, girls don't really like cool, cool things like magic. Girls don't like magic. Um, You know, surfing is cool if it's kind of, like, integrated with, like, a kind of, like, oh, and, you know, he goes surfing as well on the weekends. But if it's all about surfing, they're like, mm, yeah, I'm all right, you know. It's all day, every day surfing. Like, he's got a red face and wears all that fucking white shit on his nose. Like, all right, yeah. Nice one. Off to Doolin again, are you? Going off to Doolin. Going to catch some big fucking waves, man. You're going to come to Doolin. You know? Like, all right. Like, Funky Kong's running a shack in La Lakitu just opened up a bar in Ennis Tymon with a bunch of other influencers. Do you know what I mean? Look, who am I fucking kidding? I don't care what kind of hog Lakitu's hiding under that cloud. I'm a sucker for a cool dude, right? I'm Jake Summers. I'm James Dean. I'm get a guy on a motorbike, on a surfboard, with a leather jacket, shredding a guitar. I'm a sucker for it. Funky Kong's going through to the next round. Congratulations, Funk. All right, next one. All right, next up we have Frogger versus Donkey Kong. Okay. Now listen, on the surface you're looking at Frogger. You're thinking, what is he? 30 pixels max what am i gonna do with him how am i gonna get my rocks off with this fucker right the thing about frogger is he's crazy all right and addictive you just can't stop thinking about him you just want another shot of him even though he's mad he's a sort of guy you go to a bottomless brunch with right and he looks the waitress in the eyes and he's like you better fucking come back over here right don't go fucking walk about we only have 90 minutes in this kip right you better be back here with that picture of aperol you know I'm getting my money's worth here. And you're kind of a bit like, ha, ha, ha. But as, this, as the pictures are going along, you're like, you're actually kind of being a bit of a dick. And then he runs it into the middle of fucking, um, you know, South William Street. Almost gets hit by a fucking truck. And you're like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And then he's like, ah, starts eating a bunch of bugs. And you're like, this is crazy. Why am I in love with you? Why can't I? Why do I want to keep coming back to you? You came out in 1981. Why would I still love a game of Frogger? You know? Then you got Donkey Kong. Another OG of the arcade scene. 1981, Donkey Kong comes out. Um, Shigura Miyamoto, inventor of Donkey Kong and Mario and pretty much all the big uh, players in Nintendo. This was a knockoff of uh, Popeye was the original game. They were meant to make, there was going to be Popeye going up the thing to get, you know, to get whatever her name is. Fucking stupid. I always thought Popeye was too hot for it. Wasn't it? Olive oil? She's rank. <laughs> she's rank. I think she's so unattractive. Like, I'm not saying that I'm, that I'm wrong with girls. You know, Shelley Duval's very attractive, you know? But she is rank. And Pompey is actually a good-looking dude. Blue is a good-looking dude. I know that's not right for me to say. I've always thought, like, what's he fucking wasting her time? I mean, I don't want to see a woman get kidnapped beyond against her will. But, you know you don't ever want to see that but I don't I don't, I, I don't like her <laughs> anyway Shigeru Miyamoto was meant to make a game based on that and then they lost the license so he's like alright I'm making fucking uh, King Kong with a plumber and Prin- and uh, Pauline wasn't Princess Peach anyway he's an OG of the arcade scene is our donk um, and do you know what else I like about him chap knows what fucking clothes are he's wearing a tie so he's like yeah I heard of clothes Check out my cock anyway. (laughs) You know what I mean? I know what clothes are. And I like, I don't really want to wear clothes, but I like to kind of rock that kind of aesthetic of the end of a Magic Mike show where it's like cacks off, the Dioras have been flung, the thing has been pulled and you're just wearing the tie and you're like, all right. And he makes his own ties as well. Has his name printed on them. Frogger, I like, you're crazy. Why you make me do these things? You've actually ruined our Saturday. It's only two o'clock and you're pissed. You know, running in the middle of traffic. Ah! But it's got to be the dunk, and for that reason, you got dunk and funk fighting it out in the next round. Congratulations to Donkey Kong. All right, next one. Next up, you got banjo and kazooie, uh, and you got knuckles. I'm not gonna lie. I think banjo's the bear, and I think kazooie's the thing. And then you got knuckles. Look, come on, come on, come on. Don't, don't, don't bullshit me. Come on, man. Come on. You. N- You're talking about knuckles. Like, I don't know what it is about knuckles. When I was growing up, I was like, I think he's kind of hot. Like, I want to be him. I want everything to do with him. I I need to know about this guy. He can fly. He kind of has dreads. And he's got big sharp knuckles and he punches shit. What the fuck is an echidna? Right? I don't know what that is. I know what a hedgehog is. I know what a fox is. I liked, I liked Tails. When Knuckles came along, I was like, who the fuck is Tails? You know? This was, you know, you're like Sonic, he's cool. He's fast. He's got a bad attitude. He does that when you're wasting time. He looks at his watch. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? Right? Then Tails comes along and you're like, all right, maybe because I'm a younger brother, my older brother's Sonic and I'll be Tails. And he's also cuter. And that's kind of more of my kind of vibe right now because I don't really know what the fuck's going on because I got a small brain. Then Knuckles comes along and I'm like, who is she? Who is she? I need to know everything about this guy. What, and the fact that you have to, like, you can only play him, you get Sonic and Knuckles. Sonic 3 happens, maybe, or Sonic 2, and then you have the cartridge, and then you put the fucking thing, and you're playing his Knuckles in the game with an extra booster cartridge. It's almost like I had to hack my way into this just to play Knuckles. I was obsessed with this guy. Nothing against Banjo and Kazooie. I didn't really fuck with that. Look, Banjo is a beautiful man. Okay, he's got gorgeous, stunning eyes, got lo- lovely lips, but that's actually something, You know, sometimes, sometimes when a man has stunning eyes and really long eyelashes and r- beautiful lips, and you're like, you're actually wearing lipstick because your lips are so plump and l- beautiful, but then does nothing else for their aesthetic. You know, wears a checkered shirt tucked into their jeans, pair of fucking pennies, k- you know, kicks. Which, whatever. Some of them are better now. Pair of pennies, kicks, and then like goes into the barber to ask for a number five all over. Do you know what I mean? But you're like, but Jesus Christ, there's so much potential in your face. You know? That's the kind of vibe I get with Banjo. He's a nice guy, right? A nice guy's finished last. Like, he's not even, he doesn't even look like kind of an Aiden from Second the City kind of woodsman. Nice guy. Good with his hands. Just seems a bit, you know, geography teacher from Common kind of vibes. Not having a go. Not having a go at anyone who does that. Who is that? But, um, Again against Knuckles. Come on. Come on. Come on. The mysterious, the brooding, the angry Fucking kick the fucking shit out of me. Punch me. Punch me Knuckles, right? Leave me in the fucking proven drawer to think about my sins. You know what I mean? Um that's more now the thing about Knuckles is he has a pair of massive fucking shoes. You know sometimes you are checking someone and you're like, he's this guy's got a good aesthetic, he's got good hair. It's a pretty cool jacket, pretty cool kicks, and then he's wearing fucking massive DC clown skate shoes. And you're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Why did this have to happen? How could we let this happen? <laughs> you know Sopranos meme? How could we let this happen? How could, how could this happen? <laughs> you know? It's awful. Now, ignoring the shoes, you know, maybe if you got with him, you could change that. It's like, bro, you haven't picked up a fucking skateboard since you're, like... You're, you're 22. Now you're 35. You're still rocking those DC shoes. Um, but it's still Knuckles. It's still Knuckles all the way. Next up, you got Panda slash Kuma. But I'm going to ignore Kuma and focus on Panda. Panda and Bowser. Okay, wow. This is tough because what you have here is the most iconic video game villain of all time. There's always been an element as well. Like, he's another grabbing man, right? And they've tried to change it in recent years. Oh, no, he's actually just grabbing her to the... I mean, he literally, in the most recent game, steals this woman and forces her to marry him, you know? Very problematic stuff. Also, like, destroys kingdoms as well while doing so, you know what I mean? But he's got cool little hair. he's a good father, you know? Um, You know, I wish he could go about... He's big as well. I think that's attractive. Um, He's ginger. You know he's got that going for him. He's got a kind of uh, Damian Lewis kind of thing going on. He's a good-looking guy, but look at Panda's little hat. We're talking about a panda here, okay? We're talking about a panda with little bangles and like uh, you know little little fucking pink uh, like beret. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I don't know what I would do if I got with a panda. I wouldn't do anything mad, but I would love to cuddle a panda. And I think I could find myself like lying with a panda. You know, it's maybe like golden hour. We're lying in a bed. I'm looking over her shoulder or his shoulder and their shoulder. And out the window, like the sun is either setting or rising. And I'm just like being in a kind of moment with them. Like, you know, in a movie where the proto- like a Christopher Nolan movie, where the protagonist remembers their dead wife, <laughs> which seems to happen in like every movie because he doesn't like wives being alive. You know, and it's all like white sheets and golden hour and you're like staring and you're just staring in the eyes. You know, I could see myself having that moment with Panda. I could see myself waking up in the morning just looking over her or them or him thinking I'm the luckiest fucker in the world. Thank God I have a limited supply of bamboo that I can keep this thing in the in this room with me, you know. I don't, I like, it's mad. But, like, this is not the most iconic video game characters of all time. This is not the most, you know, the greatest villains of all time. I'm talking about the hottest video game animals. Bowser is a kind of turtle. He's a Koopa. He's a King Koopa. And he's got a good thing going for him. But when it comes down to, it's got to be Panda. It's got to be Panda. So Panda, congratulations, you are through to the next round where you are you going to be absolutely trounced by Knuckles, I'm sorry. There's not a fucking hope in my head, actually, this is mad. I, I see, I did not have a dog in this race, or an echidna, you know, in this race. Um, and I'm discovering this off the top of my fucking head, as you can see, in this very well-planned and rehearsed um, video game competition. But I'm finding it's very interesting, finding out really where my um, where my yums, you know, where my yums lie. All right, next up you got Isabel from the Animal Crossing franchise versus a Chocobo from Final Fantasy. I never visual... I, they're beautiful creatures, Chocobos, in the same way that a horse is magnificent. But I'm no Mr. Hands. I've got no interest in actually really hooking up with a horse. In the same way, I don't know if I really have a, an interest of hooking up with a Chocobo. They're stunning creatures. Um, I would like to ride one on its back in the gold saucer, in a race, or, you know, across the terrain of um you know Final Fantasy Seven, you know? Um but I don't know if I'm attracted to them in that way. I love the little tuft of hair on their top. Um I love the plumage out of their backside, right? It's stunning. I would actually probably prefer to eat one, if all truth be told. And then you got Isabel, of course, who <laughs> I'm already in love with her. I'm in love with her. Okay. I'm in love with you, I love your little black nose, I love your little tooth, okay, I love your little top knot, I love how you smile at me in the morning, I love your announcements, even though a lot of them are bullshit and they're boring, and I log into the game and I'm like, do you have any actual good news, any new villagers, and she says nothing, and I'm like, but well, I'm still in love with you, I'd be the sort of person that would move to that island, that Animal Crossing island, right, a broken man, and then I would totally misinterpret her hospitality as like affection and fall in love, absolutely head over heels love with her, I'm like, I'm in love with Isabel what am I going to do, we live on the same island, she can never leave, you know, she's not one of those villagers that comes and goes, you know, and then she'd be like, where do you want to set up your house, do you want to move your house, and I'd be like, here's all your fucking nook dollars, or whatever it is, I need to move my gaff right here, outside the, the square, so I can see you going to work every morning, because I'm in love with you, you know, so does that, you know, so it's Isabel, Although I can't see myself, I see, I see ourselves going on a date. I feel like we go on like five dates before I could even kiss her. Because she's perfect. You know? And I want to eat a Chocobo. So I think that solves that. So Isabel uh, makes it through to the next round. Where she will take on uh, Panda from Tekken. Alright, next up we have Conquer the Squirrel. Versus Epona the Horse from um, Ocarina of Time. This is Link's horse from Zelda. Look, I just don't find horses attractive in that kind of way. Once a saddle has been put on something, I just don't see it in that kind of way anymore. With the greatest respect to anyone who wants to wear a saddle, I just don't really find you that attractive in that kind of way anymore. And look, I'm not want to actually hook up on any of these things just to get to set the record straight. I'm just saying, like, who's the hottest, right? Um, and Oppona, I love Oppona. I think they're a majestic, beautiful creature. Uh, when you get Oppona in the game. It's one of the greatest joys of video game history is when you actually go to the farm and you're able to, you know, ride apona around and you know, and it's one of the greatest video game moments is is getting apona back. So I don't want to tarnish that with my smut. Conquer, I look. He got a great sense of, um, you know, he knows his flicks, he knows his Kubricks, he knows his Spielbergs, he knows his Wachowskis. You know, there's some great film references in Conker's Bad Fur Day. He's funny, he's wisecracking. But he's kind of like a bit of an old comic, you know, like an old comedian. He's kind of like, you know, like some New York comedian, you know. And I'm not into that kind of vibe. I don't find that attractive, you know. He's the sort of guy who just roasts you. His bird, on the other hand, Barry, is Barry, is, you know. I mean, she's a total knockoff of Lola Bunny, you know. Can you even put them through? No, I can't sub one out. Well, maybe I can I'm going to sub it out. I'm going to sub it out because she's going to be trounced by Isabel next week. Anyway, I'm going to sub her out. I'm going to sub in Barry and Barry's going to go through. Barry from Conqueror's Bad Fur Day, who is just, I mean, look, I know these characters are not the best. uh, I mean, it's a fucking squirrel at the end of the day, but I know they don't. There's some very bad stereotypes for women in video games. Of course there is. And movies, you know, Uh, does that make them any less attractive? Unfortunately, not. Should there be better characters? Like, I was telling this to Terry. I was like, you know, I don't really get Zendaya in Spider-Man. And she was like, it's not fucking for you. There's also just girls who just want to be a bit more irreverent and tough and aloof and fun while also being attractive, you know? And I'm like, I don't know, it feels a bit one-note. And she's like, you fucking, you just don't get it. And I'm like, I don't get it, you know? But she's like, she's not for you. She's not some fucking damsel in distress. She's not a traditional Mary Jane Watson. That's why people love her. And I'm like, okay. You know, I'll agree that you know more when it comes to this, you know? So it's Barry. <laughs> all right, Barry, you're going to be up against Isabel in the next round. Yeah, best best of fucking luck there. Okay, next up we have... All right, you got Koopa Troopers versus Crash Bandicoot. Okay, on the surface, you would just think Crash Bandicoot. He's a hot dude. He's jacked. He's, you know, got big wide shoulders. He's got a gorgeous little tuft of hair. He's got nice, impressive Eugene Levy um kind of eyebrows, fingerless gloves, low rise, three quarter lengths, kind of a hot skater dude. One of those kind of skaters that takes his shirt off to skate and you're like, that's pretty fucking cool and pretty hot. Um as Justine Stafford said, he's got little low low rises, uh low rise jeans that show off his cum gutters, as she put it when she was uh when she was on the pod. Um and he's got cool little shoes. He's a cool guy. He's a bit wacky, he's a bit crazy, you know, uh spins around a lot. Got a pretty good core. Can do front flips. Bit of an athlete. Might be a lot. Might end up being quite a lot to kind of date. But then you got the Cooper Troopers who are like, you know, what they go under that shell. You <laughs> know, what they go under that shell. And when you actually knock the shell off them, they're kind of like a bit like ooh, and they're trying to get their shell back because they're like kind of naked. You know, and there's something quite titillating about that in a kind of you know carry-on movie, you know, viz comic kind of way. That's not okay anymore. You know, like a national lampoon um you know summer vacation kind of way you know like you know ah, you were supposed to see me like this you know or uh porkies all the movies that you can't make anymore because you know really kind of voyeur kind of um watching someone getting undressed is not great you know and all that <laughs> but it's quite titillating so look there's definitely a lot of titillating aspects of the koopa um i prefer the red ones to be honest just because of the connection to mario kart shells uh, i find the greens be a bit basic. If you can find one with wings, even better. Um, but look, Crash Bandicoot is an absolute snack. So it's got to be Crash. Great name as well. All right. And the last one up for this episode of the tournament is Fox McCloud from Lilat Wars and uh, versus Yoshi. Yoshi has a kind of, Yoshi is sentient, but he kind of also has the saddle thing where you're like, mm, once you put a saddle on someone. I don't want to yuck your, anyone's yum. People are watching this being like, I wear a saddle. What about me? I wear a fucking, that shit in my mouth like a horse has. You know? I have, my, my fella has put fucking blinkers on me. I don't want to yuck anyone else's yum, okay? But for me, I like the way he lays a lot of eggs for some reason. Don't know about that. He's, he's probably got a cloaca. Which I've never been with. Um, But Fox McCloud. I mean Jesus Christ. He's got a bandana on. He's got a jacket that he rolls up the sleeves. He's a fucking fox who can fly a spaceship. He's a super hot dude. All them in Lilac Wars. I mean I wish there were better crack. All those games like Star Fox. They're just not funny and fun. They're very serious. And I wish there was a bit more crack. I wish there was a bit of a Disneyfication of those characters. You know, give him a bit more personality. They're all just for the mission. And I like that, and I admire that, but it'd be pretty intense to go out with. Yoshi, under your hand, you'd be like, fucking punch him in the back of the head, and he eat a bit of fruit. Eat that fucking thing. And then shit out an egg. You know? But it's gotta be Fox. I got a thing for Fox, he's got the best name, probably, of anyone in this competition, Fox McLeod. Um, he's Irish, or he's Scottish, probably Irish, probably Scottish. He's got a cool, cute little bandana on. And he knows it. I mean, if he's that methodical with the spaceship and a gear stick, I'm pretty sure he could fucking, he could jump my bones pretty well. What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? What am I doing? Why am I doing this? Why did I set this up? It took ages to set this up. I told Terry to be quiet next door. Be quiet. I'm doing something very important in here. What am I doing? I was like worried about, is the lighting okay for this? this you know i bought batteries i bought batteries to do this i bought batteries to 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 put into a little zoom so i could record this i bought a new cable i was like i bought a new app so i could make sure that this looked well with the right shutter speed and focus and all that crap i spent ages photoshopping all these fucking freaks into this little space window here why 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 have I done this? But if you have had a good time, uh, the next episode will be live on the Patreon. But look, even if you're not into this sort of crap, and you've listened all the way anyway, listen, can I recommend you subscribe to the Patreon over on patreon.com forward slash Tony Campbell where you can get a free, not free, uh, a bonus podcast every single Friday. And they're as good as this. (laughs) They're as good as this, and they're every single Friday. Also, uh, when I announce new dates... I have a date in the Workman's. It's actually going to be uh, on Wednesday. That's currently sold out. Um, But half of the tickets were sold out on the Patreon first. And the same thing with the Cork gig that's coming up on the 20th of October, which there's tickets still available, but the early bird tickets were there on the Patreon as well. And look, even if you just want to um, have a chat, I chat sometimes to people. It's a good way to spend the equivalent of a pint a month, especially if things get a little bit colder out right there. You might, I'm not going to have to pull that much these days. I might throw Tony a few shekels because I listen to his pod and I enjoy it. And I want more of it. If that's the case, then you can do so over on patreon.com forward slash Tony Campbell, where you'll have round two of the hottest video game animals. Where I will set all this up again and just hope people enjoy it. And I hope you enjoy it. And thanks very much for listening. I love you lots. All the best. Bye bye. If you want to support this podcast and get a full ad-free episode, sign up to Headstuff Plus.